Dealing With My Mind. Welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. I've got to say yeah. that if we did today's topic as one podcast, yeah. I think we might be hitting like 16 hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, I think on you, the laptop that you've got, there is recording space for like 50 hey, hours. It's good to be prepared. So if you want to go there, <laughs> we've got the space. <laughs> Very useful if you're just in the early stages of labour. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you've yeah. popped that baby out, I would have finished maybe. Or like, you know, a long drive somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like from one side of America to another. Yeah. <laughs> Always um, Well, we're going to look at the mind today, yeah. dealing with my mind. Now, I've got to say that if you know me, this is one of my favourite topics. Yeah. I love dealing with the mind. Yeah. Um, I think mainly because for me, it was the most... Oh, it was like being given the cure for cancer yeah. or the secret to life. To me, when I first learnt that I was able to deal with my own mind, yeah. it was like I'd arrived. Yeah. And it really did feel to me that was the moment that I stepped into that place of really seeing God for what he was yeah. and who he was. Yeah. I was very early on in my faith. Um, you know, struggled with my mind mm-hmm. for many years, even as a kid. Yeah. And uh, to be then go through salvation, go through this wonderful experience, being filled with the love of God, mm-hmm. being found out that there was somebody who loved me so much he sent his only son to die for me. Yeah. Having, you know, living the time of my life, living the good life, and yeah. then the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. I get introduced to the teaching that we can then deal with our mind. Yeah. And Honestly, for me, I knew then that my life in Christ had begun. Yes. And I still feel just as excited about it today, 30, 40 years old later. (laughs) Um, um, So for me, it really is a biggie, this one. And um, for me, it's an area that we can see huge transformation Mm -hmm. in. Because we all know that that mind can be a friend or it can be a foe. Yeah. It can be your best thing ever happened to you or it can be the thing that brings you down. Definitely. So how to handle our mind Mm -hmm is imperative yeah and i think to be honest with you we're going to have maybe two or three podcasts out of this one yeah because we're going to look at all sorts of things taking thoughts captive and how you do that and then also we're going to go on and look at how we then renew our mind Mm -hmm. but today i think it'd be really good just to talk about the very beginnings Mm -hmm. of dealing with the mind yeah which is the personal responsibility Yeah. yeah because i do think that if you know God could just come Mm. in and deal with my thinking and deal with my mind, then that would be wonderful. Of course, he can do that. He's God. um, And he does at times do those works. Mm -hmm. But we are instructed in scripture to take our own thoughts captive, to deal with our own thinking, to manage ourselves. And so it sounds pretty simple saying that. But I think we need to slow everything down today. Yeah. And we need to just go back to the very beginning, Mm -hmm. a blank page, an open space. Yeah. And start to really reconnect to the fundamental requirements of our faith to stand in healthy mental space. Yeah. And it starts with the responsibility and understanding Mm -hmm. that ultimately we are responsible for our thinking yeah 
nobody else, not God, mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And we are instructed in scripture to of how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ultimately, it has to be our own thinking. Yeah. We have to manage ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And I think like for me, you know, I'm kind of on a process at the moment of getting that responsibility yeah. right. And that's definitely something that God is um working in me at the moment mm. is the understanding of my responsibility right. for things and you know up till now i have been re- reliant on other people for that yeah whether that be parents or you know jobs or yeah. work or whatever or even the community in some ways yeah and that's something that god is really kind of building in me is that understanding of what it means to be responsible yeah but also the importance of that and right. why that is so necessary mm. and the requirement for that so, you know, I know that for me, the mind is definitely something that, like, you know, whenever you kind of do the mind in accord or it comes up, I'm there because yeah. I'm like, I know for me that can be the thing that trips me up. Yeah, I think I think all of us. Yeah, but it's like, I know that that's almost the starting point for me is that, you know, if I can get that right and take responsibility for that, mm. you know, nobody else knows what go what goes on inside my mind. No. Only I do. And it's like, you know, even this morning, you know, we had a um kind of like a situation where we were chatting about where I hadn't been clear on something. And it was like just us kind of like sat mm. together this morning talking about it. Right. And understanding it and knowing that that was my responsibility for something but I kept it in my mind Mm. and I didn't then share that. I didn't deal with it. I didn't either take those thoughts captive and put them out there Mm. and let them be kind of accountable. I kept it to myself. Right. And I think for me, that's one of the biggest things is that when I keep those things to myself and they just stay in my mind, they become so big. And it's like, that's kind of what had happened this morning was that, I'd kept something to myself and I just, I could not see a way through it. No. And I needed that clarity this mm. morning, that understanding, but also kind of that, almost like a reality check. Right. Of like, Ooh, it's good a responsibility. Link. Good link. <laughs> because I think what you've said there is true. Mm. And that is, is that we are totally responsible for, it's not so much what we think that's the problem, it's how we think. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we can... Um, you know, knowing what to think, mm-hmm. we have an awful lot of guidance yeah. for that. Yeah. I.e. the word. Yeah. So what do my what do I need to think about this? Well, let's go to the word and yeah. see what the word says. Um, well, you know, how do I really feel about this situation? Well, just stop, take a moment and get your thoughts together. Yeah. So what to think is to me not so much the problem. No. But it's how we think. Yeah. And that is where we need the help. Yeah. Um, because that's when it can kind of go a little bit astray. Yeah. But I do think what you're saying is true is that, um, and we'll get to this, uh, is that how we think Mm -hmm. determines our reality. Yeah. And, um, you know, the word is full of that. And I think if we really want to live in the fullness of Christ and all that he really has to offer, we are going to have to take better management yeah. of our minds. Yeah. Um, because it's that place where the battle for sight occurs. Yeah. That's the battleground. It's called that for a reason. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's where the real fighting occurs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's not, you know, I don't very often externally fight anything. No. <laughs> um, but I, I, I tell you, some yeah. days there are daily battles going yeah. on in the between these two little years that yeah. I have these little space yeah um on top of my neck yeah. it can be quite amazing yeah. you know the full-blown um battle that goes on there yeah 
Um, but the word actually does tell us nearly 460 times how to deal with our mind. Wow. So oh, <laughs> we, yeah. I'm kind of guessing that's important to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but it tells us how to deal with our yeah. thoughts. It yeah. tells us to be careful with the way that we think, yeah. the way that we process our thoughts. Yeah. So let's keep banging on about that right at the beginning, mm-hmm. that you are never going to be able to deal with your mind if you do not take personal responsibility yeah. and it for your thoughts. Yeah. And it is amazing how many people live their lives where it's always about something else mm-hmm, yeah. and you almost get it's almost like they talk about things externally yeah. coming upon them yeah. or changing their thinking well the truth is it's not that's not true yeah. they're not external things that come upon us they are things that we think and we have simply not thought about them yeah. well yeah and um, so it might be that we're thinking true things, mm. but the way we get to that truth is is a bit all over the place. Yeah. Um, so we do know from Proverbs twenty three verse seven, key scripture mm-hmm. in this in this podcast, is that as a man thinks, so he is. Yeah. Again, yes. a scripture that we've all know yeah. that we all know. Yeah. Um, but it gives us such an indication as to the power of our own thinking. Yeah. Um, so the truth is, I think, that what we entertain or fill our minds up with mm-hmm. turns into beliefs. Yes. Yes? Yeah. And then our beliefs dictate our behaviours. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Whatever you sort of fill yourself mm-hmm. up with in your mind, yeah. that then turns into to your level of truth. Your yeah. under- it's your truth. Yeah. Um, your perception yeah. it, it turns into beliefs and then it's our beliefs that we act upon yeah um, but I also think what this scripture tells us is that what we fill our thinking with mm-hmm. ultimately is what we do become yeah so if you're somebody wow. who's always negative you're yeah. going to become negative yeah if you're somebody that's ultimately you know full of self-hate mm. then you will become a self-hateful person yeah if you're someone who's critical mm. and who takes on critical thinking then ultimately you will become a critical person and it turns what we do Mm. into who we are if we're not careful so there's a big difference between having a negative thought and being a negative person but I think the difference is is how well we manage that Mm -hmm. thinking and if we let it roll on Mm. and grow within us because we don't deal with that thinking then that certainly can shape who we become yeah and that's why we're told to take every thought captive. Yeah. It's and interesting, isn't it? It is. And it's interesting how it's like, you know, when you don't... So it's like, I think I've used this analogy before, but, you know, my in my flat at the moment, it's quite dusty because there's building going now, on. And you talk a lot about this dusty flat, love. I did. Can I just say, I cleaned it on the weekend. Well so it's, it's, it's dusty no longer. Dusty no more. Dusty no more. <laughs> I need a proper sprinkling. But it's like... There's loads of building work going on in oh, my building right, yeah. at the moment. So it is literally like you clean it, mm. it's spotless. And then within about 10 minutes, it's covered in it's dust, dust again. Yeah. And it just, it feels almost like it's a never ending battle mm. because you're just constantly cleaning it. Yeah. And sometimes you get to the point where you're just like, I can't, I can't keep cleaning it. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere. Right. So, you know, you leave it for a little bit and you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to clean it today because the dust will be back and I'll have to clean it again tomorrow. So let's just mm. leave it and clean it tomorrow. But then tomorrow comes <laughs> and there's more dust. So you never deal with it. No, exactly. Mm. And I think that's what it can be like with our thinking 
where it's like if we don't jump on things straight away no matter how like little we think they are or how like insignificant or tedious they feel if we don't jump on them right at the beginning Mm. before we know it those thoughts have like settled in you know they're comfy yeah but they've also we're not we become like desensitized to them where we don't see how dangerous they are yeah because we're entertaining them well it's that whole process isn't it that um a drip drip turns into an ocean yeah and that we might overlook a little thought yeah but if we don't pay attention to that and deal with it, that turns into a whole mindset. Yeah. So, I mean, dealing with the mind is big bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that. You just have to sort of Google it. Yeah. And with, you know, people make absolutely millions out yeah. of this industry. Um, how to think yourself to wealth. Yeah. How to deal with chronic sickness. It's mind over matter. Yeah. Um, or even how to have faith in God if you just have to mentally ascend mm. it. Wow. Um, And there's a couple of um, influencers out there now who suddenly have um, moved from philosophy into religion. Yeah. And um, but yet it's all academic. It's all about Mm. your own mental capacity to mentally ascend God. So we don't want to get caught up in all of that stuff. Um, because it's, this is not about working harder. Yeah. This is about dying more. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is about, you know, letting yeah. the way he wants to operate rise yeah. and the way how we want to operate diminish. Yeah. Um, so this is not what taking thoughts captive every day is about. Mm. This hard mm. mental ascension where we kind of do mind over matter. Yeah. Um, it's not about that because that is only the work of the flesh. Yeah. Um, this is all really about worshipping him because actually taking your thoughts captive and having correct thinking, healthy thought life is a form of worship because it's death of self and glorification of him. And that's what the mind of Christ does for Mm. us. It enables us to access his thinking. But in order to do that, where we say we choose you, mm-hmm. we choose your way, we choose yeah. your thinking. You got to get past the minefield of your own thinking. Yeah, but that means you've got to be bothered. Yeah, it means you've got to be on it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I do think that's a, a a big reality here, is that before we even start sort of looking in uh, into the study and looking at how we deal with our mind. We've got to keep on banging on about the importance of dealing with ourselves um, and the responsibility really that that requires because we are more than able in Christ Mm. to overcome ourselves. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people play around with that mm-hmm. and they make out that we're not, I can't help myself. I don't trust myself. Yeah. I can't control myself. I can't help what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you ultimately are empowered yeah. in your own humanness, but also by the spirit of God yeah. to take all your faculties mm-hmm. and to be in charge. Yeah. So the way I look at it is that I am, if you like, um, responsible but he is in charge. Yeah. And that's how I choose to see dealing with myself. Yeah. Is that, you know, I deal with myself. It's up to me. Mm-hmm. I manage myself, but yet he is in charge and I let him. Yeah. I, I, I operate under that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's really, really true that it sounds obvious, doesn't it, to say, yeah. you know, just you're responsible for your own thinking. Yeah. But sometimes I think you really have to stop and think whether that's really mm. what you want to do. 
Yeah. Um, and I think people struggle with their thinking at times mm. because they don't simply take full responsibility for their mm. own thoughts yeah. and what that produces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's and to me, if you go back to the picture of the uh, mind being a minefield, mm. uh, sorry, a battlefield. Yeah. Um, well, if I'm sort of, you know, walking through a battlefield with my gun raised mm-hmm. on alertness, yeah. if I see the five of the enemy soldiers sort of with their hats off, you know, eating a sandwich, yeah. lying down and resting on the side of the battlefield, yeah. my thoughts can't be, oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. They don't look scary. Yeah. They're just normal people. They're obviously having a rest. I'll just pretend I didn't see them. Yeah. Because as soon as they see you, they're going to drop their sandwich, yeah. jump up and come after you with, with their gun. Yeah. So it's that sort of um, overlooking mm-hmm. any sense of danger and yeah. just being really lax yeah. and lazy in a lot of ways yeah. with what we allow into our thinking. That, I think, takes proper dialogue with God mm. To say, right, I'm committed to this. Yeah. I'm with you, God. Help me, Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, to be alert. But I am now entering new areas of walking carefully yeah. with my thinking. Yeah. And not allowing anything to slide. Yeah. And that's why we're instructed to take every thought captive. Yeah. And I think I do think it can be quite scary and quite breathtaking sometimes how one thought leads to like millions tell me about it and suddenly you're kind of on a completely different path than what you you know intended wow just because you kind of took the first step and it almost becomes like a snowball where it just kind of gathers speed it gathers momentum and like you know suddenly whereas we may have let you know like you said you know five of the kind of Mm. enemy soldiers just kind of rest in our space before we know it there's millions right and it's that thing of like that can you know ultimately kind of take you off course and remove you from where God wants you mm. to be and, and yeah. you know you do a little detour right. but it takes you further away or also you can get so deceived you yeah. don't no longer see it as a battlefield yeah. you just see it as a beautiful field with lots of flowers in and what's yeah. the problem well, or, so you can get yeah. that deceived yeah. that you don't even realise that your mind is a battlefield anymore yeah. and you're kind of just oblivious yeah or you change it and you're like oh well, we're having you know a peace treaty meeting right. so you kind of you know you you um, you change it yeah. you you misunderstand what it's mm. actually meant for. I think so. And, you know, that in itself is terrifying. And I know, like, I've done that so many times where because I don't, because I keep those thoughts in my head, because I don't deal with them, I mm. don't either share them yeah. and get some sight on them and get, you know, mm. get people to be like, whoa, they owe me, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't get that or I don't well, take it to God. Do you know what? Uh, the one thing that can take me from zero to a million in a second mm-hmm. in the sense of fear <laughs> yeah. and shock is when you get insights into some people's minds yeah. and yeah. how they perceive life, yeah. how they perceive themselves, how they perceive you, yeah. how they perceive God. And sometimes that can be utterly terrifying yeah. because it is so far away from truth. Yeah. And I think here we've got to hit the main scripture. And the main scripture for us, I think, this podcast is going to be 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. And we're told very clearly there, two parts, really. We're going to deal mainly in this podcast with the first half, Mm -hmm. which is that in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, we're told to demolish arguments Mm -hmm. and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. 
And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So we're going to predominantly talk about the second part of that, about taking every thought Mm. captive in a different podcast. But predominantly here, we are very clearly instructed there to demolish. That sounds like you've got to take it apart. You've got to break it up. That's like a sledgehammer, isn't it? it? That's like you've got to put the effort in there. You you know, it doesn't doesn't just say you know pick at it no it says you're going to destroy it absolutely so demolish arguments and oh man that's really what the the work of the mind does it you argue with yourself you know you you argue with others you argue with god you argue with truth yeah um so we got to demolish arguments and every pretension Mm. in other words everything that's false yeah everything that's made up yeah everything that's not true yeah it's our job and we are expected to manage that mm. and to bring it down because otherwise it will set itself up against the knowledge of God. Yeah. So what we're told there is, look, if you get a whiff of anything mm-hmm. that comes against the knowledge of God, which is truth, yeah. you go after it. Yeah. You don't just accept it. Mm. You go after it. And that is a requirement. Yeah. It's a command. Yeah. It's not like, well, look, if you feel like it (laughs) or, you know, if you've got the personality that's a go-getter, then you go for it. Or, you know, have a think about it. That's the worst (laughs) thing you can do, by the way. (laughs) But I think for me, that's very, very, very clear. God says, look, anything that sets itself up against Mm. the knowledge of me, anything that's not true, you go after it. You go after it and you demolish it. Yes. Yes? You don't take it. No. And so the very first thing that we have to do in order to deal with our minds Mm. is that we have got to commit, there's the word, commit to the capture of every thought. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And that means we've got to be in a constant state of being conscious, of being alert, of being careful and paying attention to our thinking. And do you know how many times, Naomi, I have counseled people Mm. and some in like properly on the edge, right? And a lot of what they say is the same. Mm -hmm. And it is, I just let it get out of hand. Yeah. A little thought turned into, you know, I was hijacked. Um, I just feel that, uh, you know, I had a little negative thought Mm -hmm. and before you knew it, yeah. I was ready for divorce or I wanted to leave the church or I didn't believe in God anymore or I hated God's people or I didn't believe in myself anymore. And it just gets to that stage of escalation Mm -hmm. so quickly. And I think every counselling session I've ever done with anybody has been somewhere along the lines the mind and the mm. and the the inability to jump on the thinking has been has come up every time yeah so it really is very clear god yeah. says it in the scripture we've just read in 2 corinthians 10 mm. but also that is our position in christ yeah we have to be alert yeah because we're also told aren't we to be alert because mm. the the devil ro- yeah, roams around like an island an island, an island. <laughs> no like a lion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, that's not a scripture people um yeah roams around like a lion seeking to devour you yeah well that doesn't sound like that gives us permission to be an alert no we've got to be on it yeah absolutely and i don't think we ever have a day off from that we just it just becomes a part of who we are we're always cautious not skeptical no not fearful 
not looking for things that aren't there mm. because we have wisdom and the mind of Christ so we yeah. can discern but we definitely don't miss a thing. Yeah. We don't miss a trick. Yeah. We absolutely are look when we walk into a room, mm. we're scanning the room and we know exactly what's going on yeah. and what's what. Yeah. And that's kind of the picture that we need to have within yeah. our own mind and thinking. And it's like I know at the beginning, like you know, you talked about kind of like slowing down in terms of kind of looking yeah. at this this week, but it's almost like we've got this odd kind of mixture of like slowing down in terms of like considering everything. Yeah. Of Be being careful. thorough. Yeah. yeah. But then there's a speed required in mm. dealing with it. Oh, yeah. So it's like once you see it, mm. it's not enough to just see it. No. And be like, okay, I'm aware of this thought. Well, You've got to then do something about it. Well, if it. you see it and you yeah. glance away, that's sin. Yes, exactly. So if you know what's right, but you don't do it, yeah. that is sin. Yeah. If you don't see something and you don't and you don't act upon it, you don't know. Yeah, that's not sin. Yeah. So if you're ignorant, mm-hmm. then that's not sin. But yeah. if you know and you don't do it, yeah. that is sin. But, so the consequence is different. Yeah. But we also can't be like you know, trying not to be aware of it. Oh no! You know? Do you know what? <laughs> you're smiling. We should have recorded this session, videoed <laughs> it, video. because you're kind of giving me the vibe of I've tried it. I have. But it's that thing where it's like, no, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there. Yeah, I don't see the elephant don't in the room. No, but I think, you know, sometimes, yeah. and then, but the thing is, is the more that you do that, you you program yourself. Well, it becomes who you are. Exactly. I mean, if you pretend you can't see, at some point yeah. you really won't see. Exactly. You yeah. know, because we do become what we entertain. Yeah. We've just read that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I definitely mm. think, I mean, yeah, okay, I have definitely done All right, that. me too, definitely. I'll admit it too. Okay, but, you know, done. <laughs> right, do you know what I mean? But, you know, I you really get the, the impression of, like, like, not just being alert, but, like, high alert. Yes. Of being, like like ready for anything mm. that it's like so you know like sometimes you see these these games where they're like um they're reflex games yeah where you have like a light will come on and you have right. to hit the spot where the light is oh you mean the ones i'm useless at <laughs> right yeah, yeah no. <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's like you know and it's it's all dependent on yeah. you seeing it but then responding to it right and it's like that kind of feels like what we're talking about mm. is it's that constant state of like of Awareness. being aware yeah mm. of just and scanning yeah and it's almost like as soon as because like we know like you know what's in our minds yeah and it's like as soon as something comes in that feels off or is not yeah. compatible it's like the like being like as soon as that even yeah. is on the like periphery yeah jumping on it then and so we with it. we do that we train ourselves to do that in the natural but yeah. we also train ourselves to do that certainly within the confinements of our mind yeah because anything i mean we use this analogy a lot but it's like my it's my house i'm keeping it clean yeah so you know any dust any filth you pick up as you go yeah yeah because otherwise you're going to be left with a hoarder a hoarder living room yeah right so for me you pick you pick up as you go that's my mental rule for myself yeah you pick up as you go you don't leave anything Mm -hmm. because you'll come back in the morning and that then will have gone from a little pile of mess into a hoarding situation yeah and then we're over overwhelmed and then it's bigger than us yeah so i think you know the first thing is is that we've really got to um be conscious and very alert but then i think we've got to take on way better Mm. levels of care for our mind i don't think we look after our mind very well until it hits crisis yeah so that goes from anything from mental health mm-hmm. um, in the natural yeah. right up to deception yeah. and uh, chronic stays, states of uh, of the mind. Yeah. Um, but we've really got to 
take on new levels of care for our thinking yeah, and our mind. Definitely. Um, because it really can be shocking yeah. how sloppy we get with yeah. our mind. Um, and, you know, how uh, how much we just allow mm. really ugly, wrong, destructive thinking yeah. to roam freely in our yeah. pasture. Yeah. And I just find that quite unbelievable, yeah. really, yeah. that we would work so hard to be in Christ. Yeah. But that's when that feels like effort mm-hmm. because we don't, we've got to walk a fine line in the podcast today because what we're saying is, look, there is a responsibility, which means there's work. Yeah. There, you know, you have to put the work in. Yeah. You have to take the responsibility for your own thinking. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we want to balance that. We don't want people to uh, work too hard in the flesh because that equals striving and that's not God either. So we want to acknowledge our part and our responsibility, but we do it in him so that it's just easy. We do it his way so that it's clean and that it's it's not a chore and it doesn't kill us in the process. Not in the the wrong way anyway. Um, (laughs) But that sloppiness is shocking. And I know that sometimes in my own thinking, but also in the thinking of other people Mm. that I'm trying to help, is that it is shocking the the self-abuse really of the mental capacity and it's almost like to me a bit like self-harm yeah because if you if if you equated what you allow to go on in your mind Mm -hmm. to a physical you know um, pain yeah or or a cutting of yourself yeah you would never put up with the amount of harm mm. physically seen. Yeah. But yet we allow the mental equation of that yeah. to just run rampant and we kind of go, oh, well, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, oh, well, that's how, what I'm thinking. Yeah. But we wow. don't take that captive. Yeah. We don't jump on it. Yeah. And it escalates. Mm. That's the word, isn't yeah. it? It's like fire. You know, yeah. a little flame suddenly turns into the forest is burning down. Yeah. So. Definitely. I think what's frustrating is that uh, God has laid out this really clear Mm -hmm. plan for us in his word, which is basically, look, clean up as you go, guys. Clean up as you go through your life. Um, But we don't. And Mm. we often leave our mental uh, torment to the point where they are giants Mm -hmm. consuming our land, trampling over our fields and destroying what we have built Mm. Um, and our life then becomes about dealing with the giants of our minds rather than living that's all we do we wake up every day and our purpose is to fight the giants in the vineyard we don't actually enjoy the grapes ever because we're just literally every day combating what we've allowed and what we've built so it's much better to clean up as we go Mm. along where we can pull out these thoughts mm-hmm. at conception yeah, rather than wait years in yeah. some cases for them to be fully able yeah. and fully grown giants yeah. Yeah. that then are a lot harder to slay. Yeah. So it's like, so the flat that I had before I had my current one, 
it had a garden out the back mm. and I'm I'm not really a gardening person <laughs> at all so I would be quite happy to not have a garden concrete <laughs> yes astroturf yes yeah, a bit decking great but not a proper like garden that I've actually got a you know yeah I'm not really a you know Saturday's garden you haven't got green fingers not at all no Saturday's gardening is not my idea of fun Ooh, at me. all so <laughs> this flat had a, had a garden and one of the requirements of the lease was that I look after it no but when we moved in or when I moved in it was like it was overgrown and it was just jungle yeah it was and it wasn't big but it was just there were weeds there were brambles mm. you just you didn't even know where to start with it and you probably i mean i wasn't i was only there for a few months so i ended up kind of not doing anything to it. <laughs> but it was one of those things where you you can just imagine at some point it's going to be easier to just remove everything right, and start again there's you know, there might even be, there might be good things there. You know, there could be like the rarest flower in the world yeah. growing there. But you'd never know no. because it would all just have to be dug up and wow. destroyed because it's not worth it. Mm. Even, you know, it's not worth it to go through just to save that one tiny little thing that might be there. Right. And sometimes that's what it can be like with our minds. When we don't kind of, you know, whereas you could maybe do gardening, you know, mm. once a week if you're that way inclined. You know, you could do it that way. Mm. In which case, you would enjoy it. But you also, that's beauty a in a good, process. Well, that's a good point, isn't it? Because I think sometimes when you do neglect your mm. thinking, it causes casualties. Yeah. Things get lost. Yeah. Um, so I do think that we have to make a consideration. Mm. We have to decide. Yeah. Come to a place of decision about whether this is important to us yeah. and whether we're going to do it. If not, I suggest we don't play around with it. Yeah. Because it will lead us into effort mm -hmm. and striving and in, into an idea of what being in Christ is that is completely wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing that we need to consider and what is important is that we do need to become very hungry for mm -hmm. truth. Yeah. And um, so that we, so because of that, what happens is when a lie sort of walks along our thinking and wants to take root in mm -hmm. our mind, then we're really swift to detect that. It's like yeah. the alarm bells go on. Yeah. And then we're able to go and pull it out. Yeah. Um, but if we don't hunger for truth, mm. then, you know, we don't make that sort of prevalent and number one and, the and you know, the major hegemon. Yeah. Then we won't detect the yeah. lie um, until it's so advanced mm. that the damage has already been done. Yeah. So maybe sometimes we're not as connected to our desire mm. for truth as we feel we are. Yeah. Because that is a conscious decision. Yeah. And so we go, oh, just let that go. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I know that's not kind of what I believe, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'll let it go. Yeah. And before you know it, that lack mm -hmm. of hunger for the truth enables and facilitates sort of the slide of yeah. our mental yeah. state. Yeah. So, you know, we need personality in our in our thinking. Yeah. We need um, sort of deliberations yeah. of how important that is and what absolutely must be mm. within our thinking. Yeah. And sometimes just that sort of laziness and mm. that sort of, you know, oh, whatever. It, was, it only happened once. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was nothing major. I don't understand why you're making such a fuss out of this. It's that sort of gaslighting yeah. Yeah. of ourselves that we do in our thinking. I think that's difficult mm -hmm. and that facilitates and creates an environment for the sloppiness and for the slide. Yeah. Um, because then the hunger mm. for truth is not there. Yeah. And we kind of go, yeah, okay. We don't fight. Mm -hmm. We don't 
prevail. Yeah. We don't um, pursue. We don't go, wait a minute, that's not true. Mm. We don't jump on things. Yeah. We just kind of become very laid back and accepting and like, oh, well, you know, let's not rock the boat. Mm. Um, yeah, I know it's not right, but, you know, I can't be bothered. Yeah. And I yeah. think not being bothered may sound such a trivial thing to say mm. but I think it's a huge yeah, problem I agree. we just can't be bothered it's too much effort yeah. to put our thinking straight right now yeah so it's just easier to let it slide mm. roll around in the wrong thinking and let it turn into something else yeah and that's just shocking wow really shocking it is it's scary isn't it mm. because and I think it's like you know I can't like I can't get away from the fact that like you said right at the beginning that this is mentioned like 460 times in the bible and it's just like you get this that see that for me almost kind of like brings on a bit of the fear of the lord yeah where you just kind of realize how important this is to god yeah but how important this is for our own growth what well, enables our function our yeah you know and it's just like you know it really like even just talking about it like i said at the beginning like i know for me the mind is definitely one of those things that can trip me up very quickly yeah. but it's like it just really kind of puts that fire in me where I'm like, do you know what? I want to get this right. and I, But also, like, I don't want it to be a slog. I don't want it to be... No. Well, we don't case... want to create false things, yeah. do we? But false I ideas it... of God. Yeah, but I want it to be something that I actually kind of enjoy doing yeah. because I understand what it's for. I understand the purpose of it. I understand what it builds and what it creates, but what it allows. And then it's a joyful process, mm. not one of, like, hardship and, oh, I've got to go clear out the mind again. But just being like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do this today because I want to. Pick up as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I think that's the thing is that like, it's like so many people, and like myself included at times, you do get caught up in the slog of it. You do yeah. get caught up in the monotony of it or in the... Well, we turn it into that because yeah. of our thinking. Because exactly. our thinking dictates that. Yeah. It's not actually true. No. Nothing in God is monotonous no. or a slog. But we... Yeah. You know, yes, it's a mental ascension yeah. from the minute we get saved forever. Yeah. But, you know, walking up a hill it doesn't have to be slog. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is that, like when you do that properly and you do that with God, mm. it's never a slog. Right. It's never monotonous. It's no. never, you know, um boring. No. It's always full of life and joy and enjoyment. Yes. And so that's what I want. So the hunger for truth is really important mm. in that because we should be when we're motivated by that, it creates systems within us to keep mm. our thoughts accurate. Yeah. I think another thing to consider at this stage is that we need to be hungry to keep walking in the light. Yes, definitely. And um, I think that's a very real thing. Yeah. Because if we keep our thoughts to ourselves, you talked about that earlier, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, sorry, she's trying to take a swig of a <laughs> Diet Coke. Is that right? Didn't expect me to <laughs> answer. You, answer. <laughs> you thought you were okay then, didn't you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> By the way, other sodas that are very mm -hmm. bad for you are available. Um, <laughs> but yes, but yeah. we, you know, you mentioned that earlier about, you know, keeping the thoughts to yourself. Yes. And, you know, for me, if you are just not prepared mm -hmm. to share your thinking, yeah, then you're lost. Yeah. You know, life yeah. in Christ is going to be hard yeah. for you because yeah. a lot of the scriptures, if you go looking for them um, regarding the mind, mm -hmm. are all about sharing your thinking. Yeah exposing what is inside yeah making seen the unseen yeah 
And there's a reason for that. There's mm. an architecture to that, a science to that in God. Yeah. There's a reason why he requires that or mm. he suggests that. Yeah. Um, so if you're somebody that's going to just keep your thoughts to yourself, mm. um, then what happens is we don't get an opportunity for those thoughts to be judged. Yeah, definitely. Again, how many times has somebody said to me, can I just share something with you? Mm. And I go, yeah, of course. And they start talking and you literally are trying not to let your draw your jaw draw 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 you can tell it's the afternoon can't you yeah. our jaw dropped to the floor yeah because you cannot believe yeah how wrong and stinking yeah. their thinking yeah. is absolutely but until you draw it into the light mm -hmm. and you can judge it as wrong yeah by the word of god by others by the other people's um perceptions yeah by the truth then that's never going to have an opportunity mm. to be changed yeah but it's amazing how m so many of us really do not yeah. share our thinking. Yeah. We keep it to ourselves yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Um, and it just becomes very, very toxic. Yeah. Um, so I do think that walking in the light is the mm. way that we do that. Yeah. Um, and that's what we need to stop and consider. Am yeah. I really prepared to do that? Because if not, then I've just got to accept the consequence that, that walking in truth is going to be tricky for me. Yeah. Because we know there is truth, but how we access it is up to us. Yeah. So just because it's there's truth doesn't mean it's truth for us. Yeah. It's because it's the truth that we know yeah. that makes us free. Yeah. It's the truth that we have activated yeah. that is seen. Yeah. So walking in the light, I think, is a decision. Yeah. We just we choose to do that. Definitely. And um, it's those people that make sort of their inner life accountable mm. to others are those are the ones who walk in the light. Yeah. And it's those people that just really aren't very afraid to expose wrong thinking yeah. and to allow it to be destroyed by exposure mm. yeah. um, and correct judgment. Yeah. Because you know that if you take something that thrives in the dark yeah. and you bring it into the light, it will disintegrate. Yes? yes. It'll either stand yeah. the pressure of the light, which means that it might be true. Yeah. Or it will disintegrate yeah. because it's not designed to thrive in the light. It's yeah. not designed to live in the yeah. light. So I think it can be quite shocking. So for me, when I struggle internally, mm -hmm. I, I walk in the light. I share yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I ask others to judge it for yeah. me. Help me here. Help yeah. me understand. Am I, is, there, is, what, is there truth in what I'm mm -hmm. thinking? And nine times out of ten, it's like, whoa, that <laughs> is some sort of, you know, yeah. have you thought about writing this down? Because I'm sure you can get, you know, this will be an award winning novel. <laughs> I can't. Well, we say a lot, don't Fictious. we? Dear God, you couldn't even make this up. If yeah. anybody read this, they would not believe, you know, what <laughs> yeah. the, that this was true. Yeah. But um, yeah, our thinking yeah. has to be in the light. Yeah. And um, but we kind of that's where the sloppiness comes yeah. in because we're kind of like, oh, it's my thinking. I'm not doing yeah. anybody any harm. It's none of nobody's yeah. business. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But if you want to mm. have good, healthy thinking, then get that thinking that's yeah. precarious out into the light and yeah. get it judged yeah. but, um, and let's see if it disintegrates. Yeah, but I think part of that as well is that you've got to share it with the right people. Oh yeah, of course. Don't because, just share it with any Tom, Dick no, or Harry. <laughs> because there are going to be people out there that are not going to judge that correctly for you. Mm. You know, there are people out there that are going to, rather than 
really like bringing that into the light and being like whoa no 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 yeah there are gonna be people out there that are gonna almost like ally towards your thinking yes so it's like you've got to be able to do that with the right people where you know that they will judge it well correctly bad thinkers lazy thinkers um thinkers in the dark as i like to call them <laughs> that sounds like a self-help group doesn't it <laughs> thinkers in the dark <laughs> or an like album that. yeah um, <laughs> Thinkers in the dark gravitate to other thinkers yeah, in the dark. exactly. Because they find thinking in the light uncomfortable. Yeah. And they don't like being judged. Yeah. So it's, it keeps us in immaturity, mm-hmm. but it also keeps us um, missing out. Because yeah. you definitely miss out through bad yeah, thinking. definitely. Um, and it doesn't allow us to access God properly. Yeah. Um, so I do think that walking in the light is a decision. Yeah. And I think it's something that we we have to come to a place yeah. about. It doesn't automatically happen. No. So I think what we can see from these points is that, you know, dealing with our mind is not for the lazy. Mm. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's going to take diligence. Mm. It's going to take speed. You yes. got Like we said, we got we got to have some speed yeah. and it's time sensitive. Yeah. We've got to have have some challenge we've yeah. got to be able to challenge ourselves when yeah. when our thinking comes along remember the scripture in 2 corinthians mm-hmm. 10 he basically says you go after and challenge anything yeah. that challenges the knowledge of god don't you don't you take it as face value yeah so we've got to be able to challenge and um, we've also got to take action yeah because you've got to bring it down yeah and that's going to take action and all of that is a choice that we come to mm. if we walk carefully. Yeah. Because it enables us confidently to remain in the truth. Yeah. And that is the ultimate goal for me personally mm. to deal with my mind. Yeah. I need to keep it in the place of truth. Yeah. Now that means do I think bad things at times? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that thinking must come into the light. Do I believe things and think things that are wrong all the time, but they will have to be brought into the light? Um, Do I think things that that are difficult Mm. and make me afraid and worried? Yes, of course. But we speak them out into the light. So it's not so much what you think, Mm -hmm. but it's how you think. Yeah. But actually what we're finding out is that sometimes people don't think. Yeah. They just let it run riot. Yeah. And they become victims then of the chaos mm. that they have allowed in their thinking. Yeah. And so that is kind of a difficult place to come back from. Yeah. So I think that um, it is a real thing. Yeah. And my goal is to keep confidently mm-hmm. in the truth yeah to remain in the truth at yeah. all times um and also to just deal with anything that mm. would ever challenge that clear path yeah and the way i look at it is 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 exactly that scripture yeah um is that there's a scripture i can't think where it is um it was i think it was on today's post yeah, okay. about that we make ready a highway oh, for yeah, god yeah. and for me that's the picture i have of a healthy mind yeah is that it's precisely that. Yeah. It's a very clear road, mm-hmm. um, an open highway, yeah. and it's free. There's yeah. no sort of rubbish or, or hazard mm-hmm. in that. And that enables us to move very freely back mm-hmm. and forth between our heart and our head. Yeah. And I want that because I need to get to my heart because that's where he dwells. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I want to get to God yeah. internally. And I don't want 
to be intercepted along the way mm. by my stinking, horrible thinking. Yeah. So for me, the clear road, the open highway is between my heart and my head mm. so that God can move freely yeah. between the two, but also I can move freely to to go to where he dwells, which yeah. is in my heart. Yeah. Um, that scripture is Isaiah 40 verse there 3. There we go. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Mm. But yeah. Well, let's talk quickly about the heart and the Mm -hmm. head, because I think sometimes we mistake them as one thing. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. So um, our heart and our head are very different places. Mm -hmm. So our head is driven by sort of our internal programming. It's like the epicenter. It's the control room. It's NASA. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's where a lot of people in suits work. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of computers going yeah. and, you know, yeah. lots of printouts going on. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a nerve center. Lots of dials. It's, yeah, it's, it's the epicenter. Yeah. And um, so our head is driven by our belief systems, yeah. by our internal programming. And it's also where our memories are created. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So although that is absolutely wonderful if it's built correctly. Yeah. But the, this sort of computer-like epicenter does have limitations mm-hmm. because we are totally constrained and restricted by our past yeah. and also by our mental limitations. Yeah. So if you don't understand something, you're done Yeah. in the mind. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. If you don't understand, that's the end of the story. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. If you don't remember, that's the end of the story. Yeah. So there are limitations, but it is a very important part of our our being Mm -hmm. um, because it's where we compute things. Yes. But the heart is a very different place. Mm -hmm. So the heart is where our fulfillment is found. Um, And that's why he dwells there. He dwells in our heart because that's where we're fulfilled. That's where he lives. So our heart is basically how we feel Mm. and it's where our emotions are released from. Yeah. So it's kind of the sending out mm. place. Yeah. Um, and it's the place of connectivity. Mm-hmm. So that's where we connect to ourselves. Yeah. That's where we connect to others. And that's where we connect to God. That's mm. where love is. Yeah. Um, so because of that, our heart basically has endless energy mm-hmm. and, and capability. Yeah. Because it's completely unrestricted and it's free because it releases what it feels, yeah. not what it thinks. Yeah. So that creates movement Mm -hmm. for us, whereas the mind only creates understanding. Yeah. So once the mind understands, it doesn't really require any activity Mm -hmm. beyond that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, It will tell other parts of the body to do something. But in itself, it doesn't actually need a lot of fervorance. Mm Whereas the heart is always looking to be fulfilled. Yeah. And that's why, where we long from. Yeah. That's where we meet with God and that's where he dwells. Yeah. So they're very different places. Yeah. And they're both really important yeah. because we need both of them. But a lot of our mind issues come down to the conflict between our head and our heart. Yeah. So if you think about it, just talking about it now, the picture of the mind is that it's quite a cold yeah. mechanical place. Yeah. A place of logic mm. and rules. Two plus two equals equals four, and there's no you, nothing else moves. Yeah, um, it's black or white. Yeah. It works or it doesn't. But if we just live in that place, mm. 
then we miss out on that whole other experience of our heart, which is where things can be developed, Mm -hmm. where we can look for connectivity. Yeah. Where we can um, create lifestyles Mm. for ourselves that are fluid. Yeah. Yes. Um, So if the mind's not healthy, then it can manipulate and distort the feelings of Mm. the heart. And that's why conflict occurs quite a lot for us. Um, Because our heart and our mind are internal life forces and they both need to be working together. So when they work together and when they're in sync, we really can live a wonderful, Mm. full, you know, full capacity sort of life. But when they're not in sync, then we basically have civil war internally and we become a casualty of that. So when the heart and the mind are in, you know, fighting, that's where a lot of our mind issues come from because we just are in the business of information and facts, not in the position of feeling and life and God. So a lot of our negative thinking doesn't seep down into our heart. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. So we need to make sure that they work together for our good. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Job 22, I love this scripture. Job 22, verse 21 to 22 says, get along well with God. I love that, don't you? (laughs) Get along well with God and be at peace. Yeah. Because from this, something good will come to you. Yeah. Receive instruction from his mouth and put his words in your mind. Wow. So that's why we need the heart. Yeah. Because that's alone is not going to be fulfilled within mm. the head alone yeah so get along well with god I love that. don't you love that, that in brilliant. other words think his thoughts yeah. feel his feelings yeah. do it his way and mm. um, pay attention yeah for when anything comes against that mm. that doesn't make god sit well within you mm. yes and let him put your thought his thoughts into your yeah. your thoughts i love that yeah and it's it's interesting like just hearing you kind of talk about you know the the heart and the head mm. the heart and the mind and it's like I know definitely for me that I'm quite good at times at giving like the factual information info info yeah intel I can, I can give you the info <laughs> but then even kind of like the skinny yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but like Phoebe said that to me the other day and I didn't know what she mentioned <laughs> mummy I got mum I got the skinny for you on this and I'm like what are you talking about oh, like she went the info the gel the goss <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness there's just too many words for it now <laughs> Let's get a dictionary. But, uh, but it's like, I can be very good at that at times. At mm. times I'm not. I just don't even give that. Yeah. But at times I only give that. And it's just the information, like the bare bones, the, mm. the factual stuff. And not giving like the the feelings of how I feel about that mm. or what that has produced in me. Right. Or, yeah, what my position is on that. Yeah. I just kind of tell you like, you know, the grass is green. Yeah. But it's like, I don't tell you, oh, I'm really, you know, I love the fact that the grass is green. Or how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, or I'm worried about or that. Or what is true about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, even just kind of hearing you, like, talk about it then, mm. it just, it it makes so much more sense to me mm. about why those two things, why you have to have both of them. Yeah. Because it's like, giving the information is great, but it's like, that doesn't really do anything so like you talked about it then like that doesn't produce activity no because it's like if i say to you the grass is green you're done like okay yeah 
great. But it's like if I say, well, I'm really worried because the grass is green and it shouldn't be green, mm. that then produces, you know, a, there's an emotion attached. That then produces a bit more clarity, a bit more mm. understanding on what that actually means yeah. and what that actually is going well, to lead to. It considers then, what are you saying about this, God? Yeah, yeah? exactly. Because our yeah. logic is part of our battle. Yeah. And our, how we see things mm. and what is... Um, there's a difference between fact and truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just look at the facts. Yeah. We look at what we can see. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we need the heart yeah. to broaden that experience for us. Yeah. So that we're just not left in the coldness mm. and the mechanics yeah. of um of of thinking and logic. Yeah. Um so we I think the message today is really it's time to really I think just stop a bit mm. and to sort of come to a place of decision mm. and understanding and commitment even yeah. to what mind renewal really is. Yeah. Um and we got to ask ourselves questions like are we really up for new levels of diligence and faithfulness mm. to truth? Yeah. Because some people I've learned over the years aren't. Yeah. It's not important to them, the truth. Yeah. It's not a priority. They're not motivated by it. Mm. So as long as things appear okay yeah. and they're not paying too much of a price, they don't really care about yeah. the odd wrong thinking or yeah. wrong perception they have. Or And that's what stops people going deeper into the word of God. Yeah deeper into the understanding of who he is, yeah. of not experiencing the fullness of his presence. So I think that's a, you know, we have to decide that because God yeah. won't make us do anything we don't want to no. do. We say that every podcast, yeah. don't we? But yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Um, are we ready for the speed that it is required yeah. to capture thoughts? Yeah. And we'll talk about that in the next podcast mm. about how we take thoughts captive. Yeah. But are we really willing to be bothered? Yeah. Because it is quite shocking how unbothered we are. It was like mm. the other the other night, um, I, I went into my bedroom and I was lying on the bed reading a book. Mm. And uh, I was, I thought, oh, the window's open. I thought, oh, it's fine. So I got into the book and I was getting really into it mm. and I was really comfy. But I was starting to get really cold because yeah. we are, it is like minus five here at yeah, the moment. <laughs> and you know what? I sat for a good hour and a half wow. in freeze freezing. Yeah. To the point where I actually couldn't feel my feet. Oh my goodness. And I was really uncomfortable. Yeah. But do you think I would get up and shut that mm. window? Yeah. No. Because my mind kept going, don't, mm. oh, just don't bother. Yeah. You know, don't, just don't be fine. Wow. You know, and I talked myself out of it. Yeah. So I got to the point where it was beyond uncomfortable yeah. and I was now creating a mental sort of facilitation mm. of my coldness when really the answer was just to be bothered yeah. and get up and go yeah. and shut the window. And that's what we live endlessly mm. in when we are not bothered. Yeah. And everybody will fight me on, of course I'm bothered. Of course mm. I'm bothered about the things of God. Of course yeah. I'm bothered about growth and getting closer to God. But you know what? That's maybe some of the thinking we need to address. Yeah. Because sometimes when push comes to shove and mm. you get deep enough, you realize that the reason why we're not living in the fullness of God is because mm. we simply are not bothered to do what we know yeah. is right and what God has established and set up for us, which is to to do the work and take the thoughts captive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then we're so we can't leave it at that. Mm. We then create systems to try and do God mm -hmm. without doing what he's required. Yeah. 
So we try to renew our mind yeah. without taking thoughts captive. Yeah. And that's not going to work. No. So what we do in that process then is we create a new type of yeah. striving. Yeah. And we give the appearance that... Um, that having the mind of Christ is extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. It's hit and miss and you've got your fingers crossed behind your back. Yeah. When the truth is, if we just did it his way in the yeah. beginning, we would really experience true freedom. Yeah. Definitely. So I think we add complexity on top yeah. of complexity. It never just sort of stays where it no. is. But I think also then we, we create our own truth. Oh, gosh, And yeah. you can then kid Which yourself. Which is a lie. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then also, like, you know, it's like you can get some people where it's literally like... Um, well, be truthful about, you know, you say to yeah. be truthful. Well, I am being truthful. This is my truth. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it may be, but the, what you're being truthful about, the reality is You're being that, truthful about the wrong, the wrong things. Exactly. The reality yeah. is wrong. And I think then that's when we start getting into like the deception and deceiving yeah. ourselves because well, we've built something that just needs to be destroyed and we need to almost like start again with God and just go back to the basics yeah. of just... Well, like we say pick up as we go. We talk a lot here about honesty and, mm. you know, not being honest does not mean you are dishonest yeah. yet. Yeah. But it will turn into dishonesty. Yeah. And it's the same with our stinking thinking and mm. with our lazy thinking and our not bothered thinking. Um, you know, being ignorant and not understanding yeah. doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that you can't yeah. understand. But at some point it will. Yeah. So... Because you, we become what we fill ourselves with. Yeah. So if you're not bothered to do what God, you know, mm. is what we need to do and what God has set up for us, don't be surprised if you can't actually do it yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um. Because that's the nature of what we've built within our within our minds. Yeah. So I think it's time to really ask ourselves these questions. Mm. And are we really willing to put down what we think and pick up what He thinks? Yeah. Are we really willing to be in charge of our inner life, mm. but with him in control? Yeah. So you see, that's it. We have to be in charge of ourselves. Yeah. But we know he's in control. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and also, and also, have you noticed that with people who are lazy in their thinking, mm -hmm. they blame other people? Yeah. Well, you made me do this. Yeah. This is a result of what you didn't tell me. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought you meant this. Yeah. There's always an excuse Yes. Yeah. So we do have to take on and be willing to take mm -hmm. on the responsibility of our inner life yeah. because God ultimately wants us to think for ourselves. Yeah. But with him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He wants us to be able to have our own thinking, mm. but then to partake and share of his thinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Yeah. My ways are not my, your ways, but they can be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know he's saying look i want independent mm. people yeah. i want people who don't have to always be told what to do yeah. i want people who can think for themselves mm. and build their own capability and healthy yeah. mental capacities but then access me as well in that yeah. and we take on higher thinking yeah um so we don't want to be puppets no, no you no. know and some people are like that yeah. unless you tell them what to do yeah they don't know yeah. and that's not a healthy you know beginning for any no. sort of relationship so are we really willing to end our passivity mm. in how we think because that's really the, what we're saying here is that the passivity is very dangerous yeah and that sort of letting things slide mm. letting the soldiers you know have a rest and yeah. not see them as a threat um 
are we really willing mm. to take new sort of levels of of alertness yeah um and become responsible really for making ready that clear highway yeah that we've just read about um, in Isaiah, was it? Yes, yes, I think. Isaiah 40. So that there's total freedom. Yeah. And that's what we want. Yeah. So if we're waiting for God to do all of this for us, then we might be waiting a long time. Yeah. Um, because it's our responsibility. Yeah. He definitely. requires us to do our part mm. and then he does his part. Yes. And almost it's like we become curators mm. of our own internal life. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Um. And it's like in my house, my kids are old enough now where I'll say, have you done your homework? Mm. Yeah, 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 the homework, yeah, whatever. The homework's good, mum, yeah, yeah. And then the the morning, they're like, oh, no, I haven't done my homework. And I'm like, and they're like, "What? can you sort it? Can you write me a note? Can you, and I'm like, no, that was your responsibility. If you haven't taken care of that, on this occasion, I will not cover that for you and you have to go and face the consequence. Yeah. Because that's what we want. We want people to be curators of our of their own internal life. Yeah. So I think this is real. I think, though, from time to time, we need to sort of have a wake up call, Mm. some conscious thinking about what we do so automatically. Yeah. Whether that we all do that in our life, we do, you know, we let habits slide, bad habits Mm. come and slide. And then before you know it, we're in things that we don't want to be in, Mm. but we don't know how to get out of them because we've made them a habit and habitual. Um, And we, but we can't do that in our mental life. We've got to be on it. Yeah. We absolutely have got to be on it. Yeah. And if we can do that, that's our worship. Mm. It's our sacrifice. Because every day we go, right, I'm here, Lord. Today I choose your thinking. Yeah. I choose today to not believe anything that is dangerous. Mm. And I'm coming after everything, Lord, that sets itself up against yeah. the knowledge of you. Yeah. Because that is not acceptable yeah. and that does not let me live life in you. Yeah. And that is worship. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. So... You know, we talk about being able to come and sing together. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. It, that's a really precious thing. Yeah. But our worship is is a, a lot more than singing. Yeah, definitely. Our worship is choosing him. Yes. Yes? Yeah. Our worship is dying to self. Yeah. Our worship is taking thought, uh, every captive, every thought captive rather. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, choosing his thinking. Yeah, definitely. Choosing his truth yes. over our own. Yeah. And that is worship. Yes. Oh man, I love that. So I'm ready for new commitment in that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And a lot of my thinking is not real or it doesn't lead to real things. Mm. And there's no big issue ever the fact that I've been really lazy. Yeah. And I've just let really, you know, there's too many squatters in my house. People have just moved in, messed it all up. Yes. Yeah. And invited people over. Yeah. And it's, I need to get rid of them. Yeah. And, Definitely. you know, make sure the door's shut. Yes. And I will decide who comes in or not. Yeah. And that is what our minds are like. Yeah. We Definitely. are the gatekeepers, yeah. the yeah. curators. We are the ones who decide. Yeah. And that is what God uh, enables yeah. and also requires from us. Yeah. It is up to us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if we're in a state, it's because we've allowed that. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, it's just that the speed of dealing with things wow the speed of like yeah, the image that i see is like is it whack-a-mole 
Is that the right thing? Oh, where you hit the the, yeah. the rat. It's yeah. that's the kind of feel that I get where it's literally <laughs> it's that kind of speed. Yeah. It's that kind of like there's no hanging around. There's no waiting. As soon as you see it, you, you hit it. Yeah. Mm. And I think that definitely is something that I need to be quicker on, mm. a lot quicker of just kind of jumping on things yeah. and dealing with them and bringing them into the light. But also it amazes me how we are absolutely not okay to say certain things. Yeah. But we're completely okay to think yeah. them over a long period of time. Yeah. And why do we think that the consequence yeah. is any different? Yeah. But yeah. if you if you said that thing to somebody else or if somebody else said that to you, yeah. you jump on it straight. It would away. evoke action. Yeah. Mm. But for us within my own head it's like, well, you know yeah. oh well nobody sees it doesn't hurt anyone yeah but it's it does okay. it does it hurts yeah. me because what we think we become exactly as a man thinks in his heart so, so he is. is yeah um so yeah it it all starts everything for us mm-hmm. starts in our mind yeah and in our thinking yeah and so i think next podcast we're going to hit sort of uh taking thoughts captive and how yeah. we do that yeah um but today we just literally have to come to a place of deciding mm that we are going to take on new commitments to yeah, do that. Definitely. Because there's no point setting yourself up to do that and then not doing it yeah. and then living in the pain of bad thinking. Yeah. But yet we are completely able to change that and we yeah. know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. cry out to God so often, don't we, for him to come and deal with our minds mm. when the truth is he's empowered us to do that. Yeah. And we've just got to do it. Yeah. So the Bible calls that repetition of use. It's where yeah. we do things. Um, it's the spiritual version of the norm. Yeah. We do things over and over and over and over because yeah. they're eternal. Yeah. And certainly while we're in this world, mm. dealing with our mind has to be a major priority. Yeah, definitely. Just so we keep that road clean, yeah. clear, yeah. so that uh, God and everything he is can mm. move freely between our heart and our mind. Yeah. And we don't let anything intercept mm. us or him yeah as we move freely on that freeway yeah because that's what i want yeah definitely me too yeah yeah so i hope that's helped um i think it's time to make decisions i think yes. that's what god's requiring from us um and sometimes it can be so shocking that even the most worst terrible dark dire final thinking that we have is simply just a correct switch away mm yeah yes yeah um if we just deal with it and be faithful and diligent to dealing with our minds yeah Yeah. till next time Bye. bye